We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right. Mm. Welcome. Did you see something delicious or something? This podcast. Okay, wow. Welcome to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast, hosted by you, John Baker, and you, Jonathan Motney. Oh my gosh. Wow. What a Freaky Friday type situation we have going on here. So if, if, if this was a Freaky Friday situation, every single time we did a podcast, we would switch bodies. So we'd just be going back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, I think we should. So what are we on an even or an odd number now? Um, is it 52? No, I think this is 53. Okay. So, so odd would be opposite bodies. Opposite bodies. Okay. So we're op- I'm glad we've established yeah. this. Yeah. And I hope this is 53. It's important Who knows? Because we don't know what bodies we're supposed to be in for this one otherwise. It's important to get the rules of the universe down so <laughs> yeah. that you and the audience. The audience needs to understand and follow along. Page. There needs to be some internal consistency going Correct. on. So today we're going to be talking about a game show that is also a shape. And it's so clear what happens in the game show by just the name of the game the show. The Cube! And so I would assume Cube... Uh, it's a math show. It's a math show, maybe, yes. Yeah. Or in the UK they would call it a maths show. Right. Where it originated. But we'll get into that in a minute. We will. I don't want to... Sp- spoiler alert. England's involved. Most. In... A lot of the episodes, actually. Um, anyway, yes, that is true. A lot of uh, all the odd-numbered ones, actually. When we switch <laughs> bodies for some reason, it's because of Europe- Europeans. So we've got. Well, again, I, I was gonna say. I guess I was gonna say they're not in the European Union anymore, but I guess they're still Europeans. They're Ooh. just not unionized. Mm-hmm. They're a right-to-work country now. Yeah. Okay. So. Before we get into whatever we're going to talk about today, the hijinks, etc., mm-hmm. we've got a sponsor. Sponsor that sent us an ad. Sponsors? Did you say? No sponsor. Okay, just wanted to be clear there. Yeah, that they sent us an ad uh, that they wrote, mm-hmm. and that I haven't seen yet, but maybe you have. Maybe you've read through what I they have wrote. read through. It. I need to make sure that these are appropriate. Okay, that's fair. Sometimes you don't do a great job of that, though. It feels like you know, and it's it's a really subjective thing. Okay. Uh, to me, everything is appropriate. Okay. So it doesn't really matter. I don't really so, know so, why I'm so reading it. So you read it. it, and then you go, "Yep, yeah." <laughs> that is my whole process. Okay. All right. Not everyone is gifted with the ability to express how they feel via the written word. Hallmark and other companies have helped us outsource our writing during special occasions like birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays. But why should we be confined to special happy occasions as dictated by big card companies? The Nietzsche Card Company is breaking those barriers card by card. Now, you don't need to be confined to the cliché happy birthday or congratulations on your engagement or Merry Christmas cards. 90% of life is disappointment and failure and our greeting cards should reflect that. Each occasion card comes with a Nietzsche quote. Mm. Some of our most popular cards include the Notice your whisper fight at the barbecue card with the quote It is not a lack of love, 
but a lack of friendship that makes unhappy marriages mm. inscribed on the inside. Wow. Or our sorry about our very public Facebook thread fight card with the quote, you have your way, I have my way. As for the right way, the correct way, and the only way, it does not exist. Written on the inside. Come on down, listeners will receive one free card with the purchase of one card with the code Nietzsche on down at checkout. And for a limited time, you can purchase the Sorry About Your Dementia card inscribed with The advantage of a bad memory is that one enjoys several times the same good things for the first time. The Nietzsche Card Company. If our cards leave a smile on your face, we'll refund your money. You know, it's really funny. Um, earlier today, mm. I was in your house. Okay. And I saw this book called uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, what's that about? Uh, it's a book by Frederick Nietzsche. Mm. Um, and it was on your... Is it Friedrich or Pro- Frederick? Uh, probably. Okay. <laughs> and it was on your uh, kitchen table. Interesting. What a weird coincidence. That is really that cool. Is. What happened is I got this ad sent to me today. All right. And you wanted to make sure it was appropriate. And I wanted to make sure that it was appropriate. And I also wanted to make sure that it was in line with the correct philosophies okay. of Friedrich Nietzsche, <laughs> uh-huh. which is the correct pronunciation. Okay. Yeah. Is, did, it, did it clarify that in the, the book? book? It did. Yeah. That makes, okay. That makes sense. See? And so I was off. Uh, that's why I went and with Frederick. Fine. And that's fine. So and that's fine. thanks to Nietzsche. Card company. <laughs> Card company. <laughs> And their work on uh, philosophy yeah. and whatnot. Today, philosophy, we're going to philosophize about about a game show oh, Okay, that came over to us. Whether from, it's good or bad, which is really... That's a good point. We, that, that's, it's not for us to decide, really. We will we'll be revising our scoring system at the end of this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because that's not what it's about. It's not. It's not about good. It's about beyond good and bad evil yeah yeah for for this context i would say some some game shows are are evil evil. you think yeah Yeah. hitler was working on a few of those back in the day is that what what would what would be the name of a hitler game show um blue eyes or die (laughs) yeah and it's a real quick just just, you just do a quick check (laughs) didn't hitler have brown eyes did he have blue eyes do we know probably all the pictures of him uh are black and white from what i can tell yeah because he had black eyes so that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But I feel, I don't know. It just, I was talking to, I don't know, my family or some friends or somebody about this the other day. Mm. But about how for all of his like uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, mm-hmm. superior race sort of thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. Hitler looked like just a regular uh, brown eyed girl to me. Well, like that's the beauty of being a dictator and a megalomania- megalomaniac. You megalomaniac. Can, you can be like, I can decide what is good. I personally don't have to to be that because I am the instrument. It's like a cult leader, really. So Hitler was just doing this for Poon. He was just doing it to just bang a bunch of blonde chicks. Yeah. Which I get. Uh Uh-huh. Other things about Hitler I don't get. Right. Like the art thing. I wasn't into that. Yeah, that didn't really make any sense. Uh, Anyway, today we're going to be talking about um, Neville Chamberlain instead. Mm -hmm. A famous Hitler appeaser. uh, Because we're talking about the cube. Which originated in the UK in 2009. Mm-hmm. And I had, uh, I think I'd seen clips of this on YouTube before. I don't there's, think I'd ever seen this. There's some interesting challenges. The uh, It's hosted in the UK by Philip Schofield. And I thought he looked familiar. 
And then I learned that he uh, hosts This Morning on ITV in the UK, like a, you know, Good Morning America oh. or that sort of thing for By them. himself? Just one host? No, we, okay. he's got a co-host. Good. And I've seen like news clips from that or like you know sometimes they have you'll see like on reddit or youtube or something Mm -hmm. something that piers morgan did or said on whatever morning show he hosted on a different channel in the uk although i think he's fired now or something for sucking how can we trust late night hosts to do the heavy lifting and most of the job by themselves but when it comes to the morning we have to make sure there are at least two hosts involved in the shows because it's got to be um there's got to be a woman because there's a lot of women watching that the predominant the predominant viewers of those are women and so we've got to throw a woman in there and we're not just going to take a job away from a man so he's got to be there also okay i guess that makes sense so that's why there's always there's always a man woman duo on the morning shows it seems to be the rule to appease both yes Okay. And one's got to be black and one's got to be half Asian, half Hispanic. <laughs> okay. Like Al Roker. Yeah. He's half Asian, half Hispanic. He's half Asian, half Hispanic? Yeah. Little known fact about Al. Interesting. And one third Charlie Brown. <laughs> so, like I said, this premiered in the UK in 2009. That's not really why we're interested in it though i don't care to be honest with you no what we're interested in is that they just came out with a version in america the freedom version of this show in that it is almost the exact same replica yeah yes yes almost Almost nothing very 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 similar so it in the intro is billed as the world's toughest game show which i don't know what source they're citing there they don't have any appendix or anything that i noted but it's billed as the world's toughest game show it premiered on tbs just this june 2021 2021 is the year that we're in just to be clear and it is hosted oddly enough by Dwayne wade just a, a great american basketball player um Excellent TV personality and now game show host. Now game show host. Dwayne Wade, the former Miami Heat, uh, probably most importantly, um, Cleveland Cavaliers shooting guard uh, for like 20 games. He is the host of a game show now. And I'm not entirely sure why, but I thought it seems like every basketball player needs to have a game show now. Because LeBron James had the wall on NBC, I believe. Okay. Um, then Steph Curry has whole, Holy Moly. Yeah. The mini golf. That's such a good show. On ABC. How have we not done that yet? It's a it's game show creds are a little wishy washy. What does that even mean? Like it's re- it's just people playing miniature golf. Is is that? Yeah, game but show? we get, we get to watch it. It's fun to watch. All right, we'll we'll get to it. We're we're running desperately low on remaining game we're shows. So we haven't talked about. So, Dwayne Wade is the host of this show now. And, like I said, it's on TBS. It has a grand prize. Characters welcome. There are, and, and there are some on this show, let me tell you. Oh, my goodness. And it has a grand prize of $250,000. that do anything for you? 
That yeah. move the needle? That, that's you my did, needle is you, you my participate for two fifty. My needle is my needle's is hard jumping right now. No, it's jumping. Oh, okay. two fifty. Come on. Okay, sorry. After taxes, yeah. No. Yeah, we're looking at one sixty or something. Yeah, I'm like not that. even buying a, like a McLaren with that. Yeah, weak. So this is a game show made up of many games. Mm-hmm. Many, I would say mini games. Mini games. You would, yeah, I would say that's right. And there are seven of them that you, if you complete all seven, mm-hmm. you can win two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And all of them have to do with balls, right? Uh, not all of them. There are a lot of balls involved, though. Yeah. There are definitely a lot of balls Balls involved. in a cube. Yes. Which, are they, do they There's always a like cube involved. Ironic that all of these balls were the main focus inside of this cube. Wow. That is... That's kind of like a Nietzsche type of analysis mm, there. It's yeah. balls. It's a cube. What does it mean? What is it? Yeah. You can't, it's, fit, it's, around, it's you can't fit a round peg into a square hole. You can with tools. Okay. It's balls within a cube... Within a ball, that is the world. Within a what unending f- plane, plane of nothing, continually uh, expanding existence. Yeah, what shape would that be? Um, cube. Back to cube. <laughs> it's another cube. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So cube and a ball and a cube. Here, and I'll a just ball. I'll do a quick little. <laughs> what shape is the universe? <laughs> TBD. No, it's EBS. Oh, I'm sorry. Sphere. <laughs> okay, there we go. Back to ball then. <laughs> a lot of balls. Way more balls than cubes, it turns out. Yeah. Anyway, you've got to complete seven games to win $250,000. It's for couples, this version. In the UK, it's for solo peoples. Over okay. here, it's for couples. Yeah. And some of the games are one person, so you select which of the one person is going to do the game. And some of the games are two people, so both of you are doing it and to do these complete these seven games each game that you complete is a ladder up of cash prize earned. Mm. so the first one you win a thousand dollars the second one two thousand ten thousand twenty thousand fifty thousand hundred thousand two hundred fifty thousand ding ding There's ding prize there for completing all seven over the course of these seven games you mm. have much like a cat nine lives which falls into the cube that's theme. back to cube, yes. Exactly. That's back to cube. Cats are cube shaped. <laughs> in Minecraft. Yes. Exactly. This game show was based on Minecraft. It was. Part. Yeah. Oh. So you've got nine lives to complete these seven games. So anytime you fail to accomplish the task of one of the games, that costs you a life. And you hear a quick <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The sound of a cat dying. Which they actually and uh the um Foley team on this show did mm. incredible work. I believe they killed 463 cats, is what I read on Wikipedia, right. before they got the perfect uh, cat dying sound and, to, to use for the sound effect. And then once they, and then what happens is they didn't want to just continue to reuse that same sound. They wanted to be a you know a unique sound for each one. Mm-hmm. So what they did is when they found that one cat, they then bred that cat to make cats that have a similar style of oh it's like for, a, for like some a diversity. horse like a thoroughbred horse you know yeah they you, can, you got the bloodline what do you think that cat is worth on the open market oh i would say i don't know maybe a thousand dollars wow okay that seems like a regular like yeah maybe a little expensive i just for i can't cat. see this game show being super popular okay. in the long term got it if it yeah. were 
absolutely that value would explode. This isn't who wants to be a millionaire. No, 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 no. Which they did that. That was them drowning. Uh, wow, a kangaroo. Okay, and so okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, nobody does. Uh, <laughs> and, and so that's how they got that. Okay, so there are also two assists that you can use in addition to your nine lives. That brings us back to the cube. What? That's a cube theme. Assist? Oh no, wait, hold on. That's back to the basketball theme. Yeah, which uses the ball. That's so we're kind of bouncing back and forth. Yeah. Right? Really more spheres than cubes at this point, if I'm being Absolutely. honest with you. Yeah, let's say the only cube situation is the, uh, the cube is itself. the cube, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in the original UK version, the two assists, or lifelines, basically, which... which Are they also call called them? assists in the... I think so. I'm not entirely positive. They might just be called lifelines, just like millionaire. Yeah. Um, they are, in the UK, simplify, where in which the game is somehow simplified, mm-hmm. made easier. Or which is they read the they read the rules of that game again just real slow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing about the game. I will, just so you understand what you're doing here. <laughs> it's like it's a kid. Yeah. So the there's simplify and then there is trial run, which is you get a chance to try it that doesn't count, but at least maybe you can get a feel of for it without using a life. I would say arguably just as valuable if not more valuable than the simplify the trial doing yes. a trial run it's so clear that these people and i guess anything in general uh-huh. you get one chance at it you get a feel for it mm-hmm. you know that this game most of these games are like a little uh, or a lot harder than you think initially right. going in right so that one try is going to be so great so helpful so in it's unfortunate that you think that why is that? Because in the American version, yeah, there are the two assists, uh-huh. simplify, mm-hmm. but not the trial run. Mm. Instead, it's called one shot, in which instead of you trying the thing, Dwayne Wade tries the thing for you. Yeah, which is, I would say, the worst. <laughs> Unless it was like, shoot this basketball. <laughs> yeah. And some of them are, I mean, here's the thing. There's hand-eye coordination involved in almost every single one of these. Right. Dwayne Wade obviously has a higher-than-average hand-eye coordination uh, firing off in his brain. Right. But it, these aren't tailored to being a professional athlete. Like I don't see how that gives you a huge advantage. If I can't do it, Dwayne Wade might have a little bit of a better chance than right. I do. And he's only got one try at it. I don't understand that. That's not a value add to me. So here's where it's a value add. Mm. Um, This is kind of something we've talked about with Jeopardy recently. Um, Jeopardy, I don't know if you guys are up to date on the news. Mm. There is no new news that I'm aware of since we last talked about it. Thank you for that update. So that's the update on the news Thank you for that update. We still don't have a host for Jeopardy. Mm. But I think last week I talked about how... We'll do it. How about we do it? I'll do it. How about we do a, a double co-host? Yes. Except uh-huh. every word, right. every other word, Will is said by one of us. Chippendale. Ooh, what if Chippendale hosted it instead of us? I feel like that would be better. No, I think we would do Okay. I would, we would do a better job. So we talked, I think last week I mentioned an article written by a former Jeopardy champion who talked about how the game show wasn't about Alex Trebek. It was about the contestants and the people competing on the show. And mm-hmm. they've kind of made it a circus by uh, 
flipping through all of these guest hosts where it's like, tune in to see Aaron Rodgers this week. Tune in to see Dr. Phil this week or whatever it is. Or Dr. Oz. I it's working, it by the way. Right. Whatever so, marketing idiot came up with this, they're doing a great job. Right. So there's there's that element of it on this show, I feel like, where what they do is say, uh, on its own, this show is not that great. No. So let's distract you. By making Dwayne Wade the star, and maybe you'll tune in for Dwayne Wade. Right. It feels like a lot of bad game shows lean on a celebrity host. Mm. Like, that. for example, that we've talked about from the last few years is there's Cherry's Wild, hosted by Jason Biggs, and there's Don't, hosted by Adam Scott, and there's The Hole in the Wall with LeBron, and then there's this with Dwayne Wade. And it's like, yeah, the game's not that good, so just trot somebody famous and popular that maybe people will tune in to see what that dude's up to today. I mean, Cherry's Wild, they don't even, when they do It's It was their, also just a commercial. Yeah, when they do their W-2s, it's, it's straight up, it's just a commercial advertising revenue. It's not an actual yeah. game. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of what this, like, when you talk about the classic game shows, like, jeopardy or wheel of fortune or the price is right it was never like well bob barker's this big famous celebrity we got to get him to host this show so it'll be good or the same thing with pat sajak alex yeah. trebek etc mm-hmm. uh, the game was just good so i feel like we're just throwing Dwayne wade out there and it's like oh hey look at this funny crazy thing Dwayne wade's trying to do tune in to see that instead of the actual game yeah and don't worry that most of this show has a uh, cylindrical or sphere type game and we, theme. But we call it the cube. We call it the cube. So I did something a little bit different for this episode. Oh my goodness. And I went and I watched the entirety of the first episode on TBS. Of the American version? Of the American version. Okay. The Dwayne Wade version. Mm-hmm. And I took notes throughout the entire episode sure of kind of what was happening okay what my thoughts were on it and so i thought we could and so this is a if you're if you want to if you're trying to go on the tbs app where these are located until october 2nd yeah um to watch these maybe do that before you listen to this next part if you want to if you don't want any spoilers for episode one <laughs> because i'm gonna tell you everything that happens in the episode great, right now right via my notes okay. or at least everything that i found relevant in the episode sure and we can kind of talk about you're not gonna you're not gonna go through line by line what they said and the contestants said and just some of the things that oh, okay. stood out to me so without further ado this is for the couple that it works with inner city kids yes Okay. That claim their entire zip code is at risk. Is at risk, yes. In El Paso, I believe. Yeah. So, these are my notes from that episode. Okay. First note. There is no apparent reason for them to be in the cube. That was my first note. Except that that's where the games are? Yeah. The cube means nothing. Correct. Other than the fact that they go into a glass cube to play the game... But the cube doesn't come into play at all. It is mostly irrelevant. Except that it is sentient it talks. and talks to them. Yes, it also talks to them for some I would say reason. talks is 
too general. It more sasses. It does sass. It taunts. Yes. Really. That's a good word. The cube is kind of doing like a, um, you know, in Borat where he's like, no, 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 no. You will never get it. Like yeah. that is what the cube is doing. It's kind of like games. the comebacks of Weakest Link. Yes. It's it's a except a robot is doing it right for some reason. Male Siri Cube mm-hmm. is doing it. Male Siri Cube, yeah. Okay, so that's my first note. Um, this was a, a quote. This was in the intro. They introduce our two contestants. Uh, there's a couple like we said lived in El Paso, ran a like basketball gym for underprivileged kids mm-hmm. there, and in part of it, it was. Uh, clearly like filmed by the guy's iphone uh the contestant's iphone oh. like they cut away to a little clip of him i don't know in the gym or in his sure. house or something like that and he's talking into camera and he says we are very proud of all of our girls and kind of like pans the camera over to him standing in front of a wall where there's a framed picture of all of these girls and the entire thing is just blurred out because they're minors yeah yeah so why put that in there um, I think it just goes to show that this guy had <laughs> physical proof yeah. of what they do, but, you know, legal it was, was like... So, we're very proud of all of our girls, all these blurred people right here. Yeah, it did cut into the sentimentality of that aspect. It was weird. Um, so then Dwayne Wade... Or maybe those girls suffer from blur face. <laughs> That's definitely that possible. what they it's look like. a 21 like. Pilots song, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> About a real affliction that blurry plagues face young that, kids. Yes. Yeah. So Dwayne Wade is then like, oh, you know, you do, you guys do this. That's great. You know, you're going to have money going back to your community if you win, you know, $250,000 on the line, whatever. And the woman of the couple then says the quote, if we don't make this happen, we let everybody down. Yeah, it's it's not just us. And I thought that's a burden. That's a big, that's a big burden to put on this game show where there's a very real chance that you win zero dollars. Yeah, but I think that's good. Some people need that. You need to thrive would, under pressure. I think I would crumble under that R- much pressure. You, you absolutely would. There's no doubt in my mind. And so, but maybe this person, you You'd know, be crying immediately. Yeah. Well, I would get the show. The show would contact me and say, "Hey, congratulations. We selected you. We love your backstory. Uh-huh. We can market that because our show." You know, it was very boring. So we absolutely need uh-huh. a strong backstory yeah. like this. And uh, and then I would collapse. And of then course. potentially I would even run away. Panic attack. Panic attack, run away, hide in the world somewhere. Right. Let Which the is a dead... sphere. Because <laughs> you want to get as far away from the cube as you can Correct. right now. Yeah. And I would hop to a different um, world. Wow. But I can't do that. Okay. I don't have Jeff Bezos money. Right. Right. So, but it seemed to motivate these people. Yeah. If we don't make this happen, we let everybody down. Yeah. I thought, wow. All right. Jesus of uh-huh. Nazareth. Yeah. Not the other one. Or Noah. Yeah. He, all the animals. Yeah. He only let down the unicorn, I guess. What if Noah survived the flood, but died of some complication of like, he ate like bad, bad meat. <laughs> that would suck. And so now there's just this floating arc of a whole of bunch animals. of animals and and obviously and they don't the animals have do. have eaten him right once he dies you'd imagine like they're not like magical animals they're just yeah also so here's my question about the arc 
I guess. Well, a couple questions about the art. Sure. And these are from the episode? Yeah, this is the, the, this is all coming Dwayne said these. So, first of all, mm. the unicorn thing. Yeah. Is that in the Bible or is that a made-up thing later, right? I think it's a made-up thing later. Which is weird, right? That we just, like, added an, an addendum to a biblical <laughs> story to teach another lesson about, like, all those unicorns were out horsing around <laughs> and they didn't get on the ark and now they're extinct. Ha-ha. Yeah. Listen to Noah. But there's always, like, a little bit of a fear in those Christian stories that's, like... A little bit. If you don't listen. A little bit. It's worship this guy or burn for eternity. Right. A little bit of fear, I'd say. Well, I would say, but it's an easy thing. Just do it. Just shut <laughs> okay. up, stop yeah. questioning it, and do Fair. it. So my other question is then. Sure, arc question. We've got an arc. We've got, I don't know, how long did it rain for? Like a month and a half or something like that? Oh, Maybe. Yeah. Long enough time to flood the whole world and kill everything else, right? All right. So I guess the question is, uh, there's a lot of carnivores of the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, so do we it's need... 40 days. So yeah. Okay, yeah. Do we need more than two of some of the animals because we need to feed those to the other animals to survive? Like, how is a lion going to survive for 40 days unless we've got like 80 antelopes instead of just two? We got to right. feed that lion so some they had to They had to factor in how much to feed the other ones to keep the other two. Right. I think there's got to be more than two. So maybe that's what happened to the unicorns. They ran out of horses and they're like, <laughs> well, all right, well, I guess we should feed them some unicorns. <laughs> there need... you go, lion. Same thing. Yeah. Spit out the horn. Does, doesn't digest. Right. I think that, I think I've got a lot of issues with this story. Also, like, uh, I, we talk about, I guess, do we talk about, I don't know how everybody is like descended from, uh, Cain and Abel, or mm-hmm. uh, Adam and Eve. Yeah. Well, first of all, I guess, I don't know Aren't who... Aren't Cain and Abel brothers? Can, yeah. Like, there were no daughters, right? So who did they reproduce with? I mean, at, at that point in the world, all you needed was a rib. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. But then, like, every single person except for Noah and his wife and his family got wiped out, right? I think so. So then now we're all descended from Noah. I mean, we're all descendants from... Like brothers and sisters, Abraham or whatever. Yeah, I mean, in, in England, that's still regular today. <laughs> With like kings and queens and stuff, we got to keep the bloodlines pure. I, what was the bloodline thing? Because how many times are you able to turn a blind eye to a very disturbing birth? Uh huh. To still say, but we can't mix blood. We got the bloodline pure. That's a good question. I would say it's probably the same question of like why we had slavery and things like that. And we're mm-hmm. like, yep, their skin looks different, so they're just worse than us. Actually, actually, they're just worse than us. So I mean, if that's a prevailing belief up until two hundred and sixty years ago, yeah, then I feel like it's not that wild of a belief to be like. Our family is better, and it's because of genetics. So we need to just keep doing those genetics. And sure, some of us will die when we're 13 of weird fetal conditions. Mm -hmm. But that's just the thing we have to live with. Because I also believe that it's like um, the whole... Now, because of that, there's kind of a like misconception about the birth defects of incest. Mm -hmm. In that what really causes it is 
um, recessive traits not being weeded out of the bloodline. Because if everybody has those like negative recessive traits or whatever, yeah, they're gonna they keep multiplying and and it keeps getting passed down and getting worse and worse. And and it's more like so it's more likely for you to have that disorder yeah. or whatever. Uh, and so like people think it's like if one dude has sex with a sister or whatever, the baby's going to be all messed up, but that's like not true at all. It's because of these like Kings and Queens that are just all having sex with themselves only for like generations and generations. That is why that eventually happens. And maybe that's why like all of those like English Kings and stuff own like each of the families or whatever, like the tutors and those people and whatever, they only last like a certain amount of time because it's like, Oh, well, now we were all uh, kind of fucked up. And <laughs> somebody else has kind of got like an in there to be like, do you want this dude to be the king yeah. or me? And people are like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. That guy does have eight eyes and that's yeah. kind of weird. But he's, but that's how he can use that as a trait. Like, I can see more. <laughs> okay. The, yeah, but who wants Big Brother watching you Look, all the time? Seven of these eyes not work. I mean, aside from Australians, all of Australia, they want Big Brother watching them all the time. But aside from that, uh, Maybe people don't want that. And this is just you advocating for incest, right? I wouldn't go that far with it. No. It kind of sounded like you were really pushing for it. I, <laughs> I was just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I was just saying that I think what Noah did was noble. And I thank him. My great, my great, 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 because don't, don't they get significantly? Well, the uh, the lifespans get shorter and shorter the further and further I go back. So yeah. I probably have to like amplify the greats the further you get back. Like there's not a lot of eighty year. I don't think Noah was eighty when he died. No, definitely. He's not. probably like seventeen, and he had forty three grandchildren by that point. <laughs> it was a different time. So back to my recap of episode one, right. of this show. Sure. Um. There are crowd cheers and clearly no people there. They don't laugh, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. So I noticed there's clearly an empty... Uh, Probably cubed stage. stadium, yeah, maybe. Cube, a cubed area. There's clearly no audience there, uh, probably due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And there were cheers. But then, like, Dwayne Wade was always trying to tell jokes and stuff. And the contestants would laugh, but there was no background laughter ever whatsoever. Yeah. There was only like cheers when they're getting into the cube, when they're introducing them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. For some reason, when they edited this, they put those cheers in there, but they didn't put any laugh track in there for the jokes. So they kind of left left Dwayne Wade uh, out to dry a little bit. The main laugh track was Dwayne Wade when the contestants would say something funny. Uh, yes, there was a lot of over laughter going on yeah. amongst the contestants and Dwayne, yeah. I would say. So, uh, my next note was, why is the cube a robot? Which I think we've already discussed yeah. and we never get any sort of answer to no. other than there's no robot. Reason. Robots are cool, man. I wish that there, I wish that they treated pilot episodes for game shows similar to, you know, regular shows. At least most of the time, there's a little bit of justification as to why we are watching these characters and why they're in the situation mm-hmm. they're in. And usually something big happens. There's some sort of a change or right. a turning point uh-huh. that sucks the viewer in. Right. And for this show, there is absolutely nothing. I mean, even just a, 
hi, we stole all of the aspects of the show from the UK version. Right. If you need any explanation or if you're looking for an explanation, hop on over the, you know, the pond, the Atlantic. Right. That pond. Not PA. No, PA. Yeah. P Not left, AP a classes. Right. Yes. PA exactly. classes. Uh-huh. Um, and, and see if you can find some answers over there. There's nothing of like that. Yeah. They, they really should have clarified something like that with us. I would have loved that. Just, hey, what? You might be wondering why we do this the way we do. I don't know. We just copied something else. Could you ask them? Yeah. <laughs> just pass it down the road. Yeah. Really pass in the buck there. So, uh, in my next note. First game, Avalanche. That was the name of the game. Put 10 balls down a ramp mm-hmm. before the first one reaches the bottom using only one hand. Sure. And so, it was kind of... Uh, not quite Plinko-esque, but it was a back and forth ramp, so it would hit the end, go down, yeah. keep going down. 45 degree angles. Yeah, and there was slope. like, you know, five slopes, mm-hmm. and you had to get all 10 in there at the top before the bottom one hit. Um, the note I made on this is, why is he going fast on the first ball? So what he would do is there's a pile of balls there, mm-hmm. and then... It's kind of silvery. His, right. On his left, and then on the right was this big ramp device. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne Wade would say, all right, start whenever you're ready. And he would kind of stand there hovering his hand over the balls. And then whenever he decided he was ready, he would like quickly grab that first ball and slam it in there. But the rules of the game were you have to get 10 in there before... The first one gets to the bottom. So he could have picked that up very slowly, like yeah. very gingerly and gently held it. Dr- held it so it would roll as slow as possible. And then the second he let that go, then go fast with all the other ones. There was no reason for him to go fast with the first one <laughs> at all. In fact, it probably made the ball roll faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly with less precision because he was just trying to get it in there fast. He, on his first try, also just missed the hole with one of the balls, and it was bouncing around, and one of the rules was you could only use one hand, so he's trying to pick it up with his one hand. Yeah. Really slowed him down. He failed. Lost a life. Uh, he uh, does it on his second try. But he also did the fast first ball thing again on his second try, which, again, was a bad idea, but he did complete it on the second try. I mean, the most important aspect of this game is going to be Hand-eye coordination. You've got to keep your eye on that hole until you take your fingers off the ball after you've dropped it into the <laughs> hole. You can't. You, you can't. You can't take your eyes off that because right. then your brain doesn't know where to aim. Right. So, took him two tries. Not bad. Still, now we've got six games left, eight lives. Basically, where we were. He lost two lives. No, he lost one life. So okay. start start with nine. Now he has eight lives. Mm-hmm. Six games left. Second game called Avoid. Basically simple Frogger. It sure. was a little dot that went in a straight line. While you pressed a button, it would move forward. The whole bottom of the cube became a video game screen. Yes, the bo- it was the, the ground floor of the cube with a big button of him pressing, trying to move this thing forward. And there were some lines dancing back and forth across. And you didn't want your little cube your little block to hit those so mm-hmm. you would try and delicately oh stop oh stop and get it through uh he again failed on the first try 
and succeeded on the second try. After saying, well, I play so many video games, my hand-eye coordination is so yeah, good. He did say that. Um, and I'll be fine. He was very confident that his timing, he was like, my timing is excellent. Yeah. So, it was not. I mean, it's good, but it's not excellent because you yeah, failed on the right. first one. But now, I mean, they've still got seven lives left, five games to go for that 250K. Um, game three, synchronicity. Throw a ball and hit targets at exact same time. So they, this is for both of them. Mm-hmm. The man did both of the first two games. Game three, there are they are on the same side on opposite corners of the cube. There are targets in the other two corners of the cube, and they each had to take a ball and throw it across to the opposite corner, and they just had to, each ball has to hit the target at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, Here's where I also noted, um, why are there crash test dummies demonstrating the games with, like, futuristic fencing masks? See, I saw it more as Daft Punk. (laughs) It's a little Daft Punky. It... It they like I said they got these futuristic fencing mask things l- looking things on big yeah. just blank like void things these white suits with like bl- some black lines and things like that mm-hmm. but their hands were free sure. human hands yeah and that was weird and not explained at all but every time they showed a game they would show that and I learned. This was one, again, the original one, there was one person uh, competing. Yeah. And so this person was called The Body that demonstrates <laughs> the games. The Body. Scotty The Body. And it was just played by some female actress in a weird suit demonstrating all the games. Okay. And The Body was supposed to be an expert yeah. on all of the games, which I guess we see that by them demonstrating them correctly. I liked it. As a visual learner, I appreciated it. Yeah. It was just a little weird to me again why it was this weird crash test dummy doing it with hands um then i noted what's the leeway here like what does at the exact same time mean Mm -hmm. how many milliseconds of leeway are we given right for these balls hitting the the two targets um that was never established at all from what i could tell um they didn't do a great job discussing their planning in advance, I felt like. They did a great job discussing when they were going to release the but ball. But not like the speed at which the they were force going to throw it. needed to yeah. achieve the goal, which was the whole way you won the game, uh-huh. uh, was not discussed once. No, not at all. So uh, that was a bit of a struggle. It took them three tries, so they lost two lives. I would say... Of all of the games that would, even if they had perfect communication, how do you convey the force at which you're going to use? Yeah. I don't know. Well, at one point she said, "Did you throw it hard or soft?" And he said, "Soft." And she said, "Throw it hard." And then there, that was after the first try. And then the second try, his got there like a second and a half before hers. <laughs> so maybe not the best strategizing there. Yeah. Uh, getting on the same page, but they did succeed on the third try. So they had five lives left, four games to go. Uh, they've now won ten thousand mm. dollars. Now uh, they are at that current point in my eyes, still letting everyone down. 
<laughs> everyone is still being let down. All the girls that they're very proud of mm-hmm. are being let down. So the fourth game was called Deposit. Walk across the cube with two balls on platters and drop them opposite sides of each other. Yeah. Um, it's like little circular serving trays why is that almost. Not, why is that not a restaurant-themed one? Why is that a bank-themed deposit? Because you've got to deposit them into the little thing but the, the whole way the whole way of transportation is more of like a server carrying yeah it's a like tray. a server tray but it has like a handle. vertical handle yeah. that you're holding it on and there's a red one and a white one and the red and the white deposit locations are on opposite sides of where they are on where you start mm-hmm. so you've got to kind of cross your arms uh to get them into the proper oh yeah deposit locations and if they fall off obviously or go into the wrong one yeah. you fail Cat, a cat is killed. A cat is killed. Uh, and you're dead. This was the first one that the woman did. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also the first one where uh, Dwayne Wade beforehand said, this game on average takes three lives. And this was the first time they introduced this concept of this game taking a certain number of lives on average. So I'm not entirely sure where that came from. Um and I also noted at this point that the twirly slow cameras are kind of cool. Oh, kind of like how when the like Matrix first came bullet out? Bullet time in the Matrix where it would kind of spin around yeah. them in super slow-mo while they were going. Yeah. And especially with her trying to like balance the stuff, I thought that was kind of cool. I actually watched something recently about the Matrix and how they did that bullet time thing was ridiculous. Basically... So a movie is usually shot in 24 frames per second. So what they would do is like uh, block off like the halfway point. So where all multiple cameras could be pointed the same way without the cameras seeing Seeing each each other. Okay. And just put like 12 or 24 cameras all next to each other around the thing and record it all. And then just stitched like one frame or two frames per camera together to rotate oh, that's cool. back and forth around as these things were happening um i don't know how they did it in this probably similar thing but digital and way more advanced now because it's like 20 something years yeah 20 well, I mean, like, years later they they start they're starting to feature this in sports now too right yeah but in sports it's always like a little worse because it's only like based on three cameras oh that's and so, there's so never, choppy there's never any like movement it'll be like this person's diving for the goal line and now and they just freeze throw. and rotate around to the next camera and then continue the motion. Got it. Like it's bet way better when the motion is continuing while the camera yeah, move definitely. is happening. Also, this is pre-recorded. It's not a live event like a football game where they have a little more leeway to do some like mm-hmm. post-processing and things like that. Yeah. But I liked it. Um, and then I also noted wife nailed it first try. Yeah. They said that they thought because she was lower to the ground. That's what their was their logic. Reason, yeah, I don't know if that's good logic, but it worked. Yeah, I mean, she it just has it. to be. Can you balance things? Right. She nailed it first try. Now they're at twenty k. So fifth game, dual something I missed. <laughs> dual blank. Both people have to put twenty five balls in a hole in twenty seconds. So it was kind of like the the very first game that the guy did where he had to put the balls in there before the last one touched the bottom. Yeah. But it was a box between the two of them that just had a hole on either end. Mm -hmm. And each of them had a little bank of 25 balls sitting there next to them. 
And same rules applied where they have one hand to grab a ball and put it in there. And they've got to do, each of them has to do 25 in 20 seconds. So that's more than one per second of grab, get it in there, and back down, which is pretty fast. Yeah. Um, that will be a pretty quick pace to yeah. go at. Um, getting into the cube is too dramatic. I said. And too long. Yes. They made a whole big like show of like dramatic music and dun 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 of them like walking into the cube. Which again, as far as I can tell, the cube means nothing. It's just <laughs> the playing area where these things happen. These seem like the same type of games that were on Don't or on Minute to Win It with Guy Fieri. Uh-huh. Like the same type of games that were just on a stage before that are in a cube for some reason now. Mm-hmm. Being in the cube means absolutely nothing to me. And the cube you know squanders a good potential to say something like get in or get inside me or inside. come play yeah, with my waste. balls too, too, or something too bad the key wasn't saying something, like, something that. like that you know oh, there could be a lot more i'm a robot but i can also experience pleasure <laughs> you're you know okay could you please save some of these for your make it better <laughs> so the the game started by the the cube flashing a red light on the bottom because we already established there's a kind of a video screen on the bottom that yeah. you can play Frogger on, mm-hmm. or flash a red light when the timer starts. Those are the only two functions of exactly. it. Exactly. Um, he dropped one, and neither made it. He did the same thing as uh, the first game that he did, where Didn't he learn. just missed the hole with his ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither of them made it. So they tried again. Not close on the second attempt, either. No. I believe he dropped one again. They both got 21 out of the 25 on this second attempt. Um, and so after that, they've got three lives left. They decide we're simplifying. We're going to simplify this. So they uh, took it down to 20 balls per in 20 person. seconds. Yeah. Um, Dwayne says, think about those kids back home. Yeah. So again, kind of just really taunting them about if they fail this, they go home with zero dollars. Yeah. So and your zip code is still, uh, you know, the most at risk. Every single person is at risk in your risk zip code. Every single Think one. about those kids, and don't fuck this up. Yeah. There's a lot more pressure there. I feel like that's a lot of pressure. However, they make it first try. They got like three seconds left, uh, or two second, two and a half seconds left, or something like that. Yeah. When they completed it, so they not they were thinking about those kids back home. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make sure that those at risk kids got to hoop. Um, like I mentioned, uh, they would have had zero dollars if they failed this because I don't think we said once you decide to play a game, if you run out of lives during that game, you lose zero dollars. Yeah, you can walk out at any point before you choose to play a game. So. The sixth game, called Spiral. Roll a ball up a spiral and stop between two little gate things. (laughs) So there was a ball with a uh, spiral track that was also uphill, the spiral was. And then probably 75% of the way up to the top, there was a little plastic gate that the ball could go through. And then a few inches later, there was another plastic gate. Um... The goal is to roll it up there with enough force to get it through the first plastic gate, 
but get stopped by the second plastic gate and stop between yeah. the two of them. Look like a Fibonacci sequence. Ooh, I like it. Maths. Bringing the maths back into this yes. for our British audience. Um, so they display that game. And then uh, once again, Dwayne Wade says, let's talk about what that 50K could do for you and those kids back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and now at this point, they start crying. Um, because they... Dwayne Wade's, what he said was, just put it in a bank and you can't help anybody currently, but in 50 years, you'll be able to help a huge population. <laughs> and they're like, wow. Think we about compound interest. You guys know about compound interest. That we didn't realize that this was going to be, uh, you know, not, we wouldn't be able to help. We have, you know, we have kids in mind that we've been working with that we could help. And apparently we're not going to be able to do that. No, we're going to be able to help kids that are born 40 years from now. So uh, he says, let's talk about what that 50K could do for those kids back home. And they're crying. They're kind of talking about how big a difference that $50,000 could make. How? What's the difference that it makes? Better hoops. Better hoops. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Maybe they're providing food for these kids i don't really know who Mm. knows not me those people do you know what's more you know uh you know teach a kid feed a kid for a day and you fed him for a day right you know teach a kid compounding interest and you fed a generation wow 50 years down the road that's a good point that's a good point that i didn't even think of before um but so so they they are are saying this and then Dwayne says you guys are so close to a hundred thousand. Like egging them on after they're crying about how big a difference this fifty thousand can make. And so I wrote, "What if they continue and blow it? They would never air that, right?" <laughs> it's really not like the debut no, episode. I think they'd air it. Uh, now that we're getting sob stories, and Dwayne says, "This is why we made this show to change people's lives, mm. not to make money by people watching it." No. Just to change people's lives. Well, as you can tell, it's not a very good show. So they <laughs> did, they don't really care or did put a whole bunch of effort into it being an actually entertaining show. And then I said, they walked. Boring. No. Smart. Coward. Um, why didn't they just have Dwayne Wade do it for him? I would never put that much money. Can you imagine? What if, what if Dwayne was like, oh, nah. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I, I get one simplify my simplify is i'm not gonna nah, do that I don't, think, I don't think so and then my next note is wait there's another team being introduced with five minutes left isn't the start of the next game just going to be a repeat of this i thought they had so much drama as filler to stretch these people over the whole hour yeah um the pacing was slow yes and then i wrote a couple where he was her flag football coach in college sounds like some frat shit First game is called Calculation. Count a series of squares that flashes on the ground. He doesn't want to do it because he's scared she will be mad at him if he messes up. I get it. And then he continued to mess up and then, over and over <laughs> and over. That's my life. And then uh, they flash a bunch of dots on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote, holy shit, that was way more than I thought. He guesses. And then we go to a, this season on the cube. Dumb. I'm supposed to tune in next week to see if 31 was the right answer to a counting question. It wasn't. It wasn't? He answer, he, he loses three lives on that game. Ooh, he's not a great counter. No. Um, 
So that was the first episode. That was the entirety of the first episode of the cube right there. So if you're interested in what happens after he uses three lives on guessing how many dots he's used, because he answered 31 pretty confidently, by the way. Yeah, it was it was way wrong at the end of the episode. I saw. Um, I wasn't prepared to count uh, to count how many there were yeah. because again, I didn't think there were going to be as many as they put out there because they put them up in like sequences of like two or three at a time, and it was like doom 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 doom. And so like after the fourth, I was like. Oh, it's 11. And then, and I was like, oh my God, they're doing more. Yeah. And then they just kept doing it like 12 times or something like that. Yeah. Um, so if you're eager to find out what happens next, you can start at episode two, but before October 2nd, cause that's when they're leaving the TBS app and who knows what happens after that. Yeah. Um, so that was the show. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Um, you know, I still have feelings about Dwayne Wade from the 2006 NBA championship in which um, he shot, speaking of 31, like 31 free throws a game uh, with his driving and flopping bullshit and the refs in the NBA rigging the series against the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. Um, so I will never like Dwayne Wade. Um, he did a lot of jokes in this show. And then he did a lot of, um, I feel like I made this note somewhere. Maybe I missed it. He did a lot of over-explaining of his jokes. He would tell a joke, and then he would explain what the joke was. Uh-huh. That's somebody who comes in with uh, not a lot of confidence in their joke-telling ability. Yeah, yeah. He did like a, he said something um, to the the first couple that was on where he was like, it was like, oh, who did better oh who did faster on the one where they're putting all the balls in yeah and Dwayne's like oh you want to know who did faster it was and then he's like looking like straight at the guy he's like it was her and the guy's like oh man why you gotta look at me like that whatever and he was like I was looking right at you to trick you into thinking Uh I was gonna say you and I was like yeah uh we got it (laughs) like that's thank you for that basic comedy explanation for us yeah um so I don't know he was fine for whatever this was. I felt like it was not particularly great. Uh, in the there have been eighty six episodes of the British version of this show. Yeah, only seven people have ever made it to the final game. Only seven people have ever completed six games. Okay, you only one percent, ten percent, a little under ten percent. Uh, yeah. Only one person has ever done the seventh game. Okay. And that was on a charity episode. And it was Mo Farah, the British long distance Olympian. Okay. I don't know. He won like the marathon in the Olympics uh, in Rio. Maybe this time too. I don't know. I didn't watch because it was on at the wrong time this year. <laughs> okay. I was, I was sleeping. I would wake Sir up. Sir Mohammed Mukhtar Jamafara. By the way. Okay. So Mo Farah, he's the only person who's ever done all seven. Um, And the seventh game, I learned because of that, is a harder version of one of the six previous games. So just get to that and say simplify. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just another one of the games. Use your simplify there. And then it's probably back down to what you already did once. Perfect. That's the strategy. Um, The... The idea of this game, of the cube, I learned, by the way, of reading about this afterwards, Mm -hmm. is that straightforward tasks 
become difficult in claustrophobic situations under high pressure. However, I disagree that these are straightforward tasks. They are, no matter where you are, putting 25 balls from one place to another in under 20 seconds is difficult. No matter if I'm in a cube or a field, that is difficult. You're already on a stage with a crowd around you. Exactly. Even if there's no crowd. Exactly. For a TV show. Yeah. You already got a lot of pressure on you. The cube is a bullshit device. Also, don't make it a see-through cube. Let's block out those walls and make it make a it truly really claustrophobic. claustrophobic. Yeah, it's not claustrophobic when you can see everything can, outside around you. Yeah. Um, so this is not the first attempt to make this show in the U.S., by the way. Mm. In 2010, CBS ordered a pilot that was produced, hosted by Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. And then they said, no, nobody's going to like that. And they didn't ever put it to air. Yeah. So they were maybe right. But do you think that one of their add-ons would still, was still let Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Wade was going to come and do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like 10 years later, the guy's like, how about instead of just having Dwayne Wade as the add-on? Well, he does everything. We would save money that way, right? That's more Oh efficient. my God. That's synergy. Hell yeah. So uh, I would say that this reminded me of a better game show that's mm-hmm. fictional uh you watched episodes with matt leblanc yeah on showtime or whatever mm-hmm. so in the last two seasons of that show he hosts an american adaptation of a i believe dutch game show called the box okay in which seven contestants are each put in their own clear plastic cube for 17 weeks. Oh my god. And they got um like questions or challenges that they could accomplish and they could either get something for themselves if they achieved that like oh I get a pillow. So now it's easier for me to sleep in okay. this cube. Or you could uh the most famous example that they used in the show which was apparently in Holland the the most uh, or maybe it was Denmark, maybe it was Danish. Either way, it was one of those mm-hmm. those kind of countries. Yeah. Uh was release the bees. And you could choose another contestant <laughs> to release a swarm of bees into their cube. That's horrifying. Yeah. So that is a game show that makes proper use of the cube uh-huh. in that people are trapped in there and they can't ever leave and they don't have access to anything else yeah and this is a fictional game show as a joke created for a show that was on showtime for five years that like probably didn't have that many viewers yeah and i mean this obviously came out after the british version of the cube came out so maybe it was somewhat satirizing yeah that in a way but it's better if you ask me i think my make it better is introduce bees like if there were if there were some sort of distraction in the cube, again, if there was a reason for them to be trapped in a cube doing these games, mm-hmm. I think that would make the show stronger. But as is, there is, as far as I can tell, absolutely no reason for them to be inside a talking robot cube Yes, to do any of these things. And so I think this transitions smoothly to my first Make It Better, which is more dangerous games. Mm-hmm. So we're on the same... Here's the thing. I know it's kind of cynical to be like, I want to see these people in danger. 
but don't make a shitty show that you have to make up for the shittiness of the show by putting people in danger. Right. Which I think is what this needs because I don't care about this cube. Right, exactly. Even if there was something as simple as like you're on one side, you've got to throw a ball to the other side or something like that, and during the course of it, the ground is slowly moving towards you and opening up and there's water underneath or something and you have no escape because you're trapped in a cube so you've got to get this finished before Mm -hmm. it retracts all the way back to you and you fall in or something like those ads have you seen those ads on facebook and stuff of like somebody's trapped it's like there's three different things you can do and there's water filling up like one side of the this apparatus has lava one has water and one has spiders i don't think and they have like keys that you can pull and but the keys will hit each other so you have to there's a correct code and when to pull these yeah if the cube was filling up with water yeah and all of a sudden now you're floating and you've got to finish it before the water level gets all I the like way that. to the top i think like, that that as the entire show happens there's a slow trickle of water, water every yeah time. and every time you lose a life they do like a, a quick release like they'll release it for two seconds and then uh-huh. now you've now you're ankle high in water uh-huh. and and uh and the bottom is a, a video game screen, so that starts to short out. <laughs> you can't play that anymore. And so now, <laughs> now you're screwed on the Frogger thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there was no reason for the cube to exist. Yeah. Other well, than to no, be like, what's the gimmick? Oh, they're in a cube. Did, there was no reason for us to care that the cube existed. Right. Right? Like, you can make reason for anything. But, right. But it was just a gimmick for no real reason. And not even a good gimmick either. No. Not impressed by the I agree. By the cube and its robot voice either. And I think there needed to be more intense countdown music during the challenges. While they were in the middle of playing and not while they were slow motion walking <laughs> into the cube. Right. Which is where all the drama was. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they would always cut to commercial right when they were throwing the ball or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Like, oh, are they going to do it? And sometimes it was like very obviously like... Yeah, that's clearly going to work, or that's not going to work at all. Yeah, but that's that's where the drama is. You got to stay tuned in after that three minute commercial break. Uh huh. So the cube is definitely a show. In I've seen, like I said, I think I've seen in the UK there's a game, and this may be in the American version as well, where like there's a big bucket full of balls, and you've got like ten seconds to empty the bucket, but you can't turn it over or pick it up or anything like that. So people are just going with their arms flapping around, just like swatting, trying to knock all these balls out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, and so I like, I've seen clips of that on YouTube and I was like, Oh, that's kind of funny. That's kind of fun. Uh, but I didn't ever really know the context until now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's as fun anymore. <laughs> I'm against it now, yeah. but the show, it went from 2009 to 2015 and then it came back last year or the year year before in the UK and it's still going strong there for a little bit when they first brought it back they made it the million dollar cube I'm kind of more interested in the cube now and now it's back to 250,000 yeah but so the million dollar one was the first one that they did partners and now they're back to $250,000 I guess with one person that math isn't but over here we've got two should be a half million dollar cube yeah I think that the uh, Neil Patrick Harris one was going to be half million dollars that makes sense CBS said that was too much so they canceled it I love how the people in charge behind the scenes are bickering about what the amount should be and not is the content any good. Yeah, because not particularly. I'm going to give this on a buzzer scale of one to five buzzers, Mm -hmm. one and a half buzzers. 
I'm going two. Two buzzers? I thought Dwayne Wade was a, a fine host. Yeah, I was going to go two, and then I remembered that Dwayne Wade hosted it, and so I knocked it down to one and a half buzzers. <laughs> I think he was fine. If I think Dwayne he... Wade surrenders the t- 2006 NBA Championship trophy to its rightful place You'll in Dallas, where we had already had a parade ready to go, then I'll bump it up to two. Well, I'll just give him two. I think he does fine. He's he's got a nice chill demeanor. The banter's fine. You can tell all those years of doing those shitty interviews has he's he's he understands how to carry he's himself. Media savvy. Yeah, he's media savvy. I uh, this resort in Jamaica mm-hmm. that my wife and I go to every mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah, um, <clears throat> there there's like a, a private island at the resort and. The last time we were there, right before COVID ended the world, um, there were some people like, oh, yeah, last week the the island was closed for one night because there was like a some some basketball guy like rented it out for a for a private event. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, really? Do you know who it was? And I'm like, I don't know basketball. Some guy like Dwayne something. And I was like, well, that's one person. Yeah. Who spells his name incorrectly, by the way. We didn't get to that. And that's that's another reason. D-Wayne. He spells it D-W-Y-A-N-E. The Y should come after the A instead of before the A, mm. modifying the W sound, making it Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened. I don't know why his name is like that. I'd yeah. like to talk to his parents if I could. <laughs> if they're listening, could you just shoot me an email at comeondownshow at gmail.com? Yeah. And explain to me why the Y is before the A because it makes no sentence. No, what? It makes, makes no, no sentence. sentence. It makes no sense. That is not how Dwayne the Rock Johnson spells his name. It's confusing to me. I'm perplexed. And that's the real mystery of the cube, in my opinion. I'm trying to see if his parents are alive. He has so many children. He has a Zaya, wife, Gabrielle Union. Zare. Another D. Probably Zaire. Sorry. Yep. Zaire. Blessing. Dwayne Wade. Kavia. K-A-A-V-I-A. Okay. And Xavier Zachariah. So like five kids? One, two, three, four, I guess. Okay. That's really long names. Sorry. Well, there's. He's got a hot wife. So. (laughs) Remember when she was in Bring It On? I don't. You don't remember Bring It On? I don't remember bringing up. Oh, yeah, I remember her. She was the cheerleader oh, yeah. of the, the Clovers, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this has been an episode of Come On Down. If you are Dwayne Wade's parents or anybody else, you can shoot us an email. Um, but Dwayne Wade's parents will be getting priority, just to be clear to anybody right. else. Don't get your hopes up. Put it in the subject line. We are. Yes. If you are not Dwayne Wade's parents, your email might take a little bit longer mm-hmm. to get to us. Yeah. Um, check us out on Instagram on Facebook we'll be back next week to talk about more game show stuff yeah and until next time stay out of cubes stay out of cubes for sure stay out of cubes Um, elevators are fine okay but they're more rectangular prisms I would say correct if you ever if you walk by any sort of see-through cube I would say take a step back unless you're playing for underprivileged youth yes and then and if you are Think about what you could do for them. Just think about the whole how, how much you could do for them and how much you would be letting all of them down if you fail. All of them. All of them.